the conversation. Late night conversations with Patricia Antuli. Monday to Thursday, 10 p.m. till midnight. Education conversations. Let's welcome uh, our guest, Mark Anderson of Coa Academy, where uh, Mark is the principal. Mark, thank you very much for joining us. Patricia, thank you so much for having me. I really appreciate it. So, uh, firstly, let's talk about uh, Coa Academy. Uh, what is it that you do and specialize in? Mm, so, Coa Academy is an online school. We are an IEB registered online school in South Africa. Uh, we're currently open for grades 4 to 11, and next year we'll be enrolling our first grade 12 class for matric. Um, and we're very excited to be operating in this space. Online learning is a fantastic space to be operating in the moment and we're really excited for what's happening in education in South Africa. Absolutely exciting but the one thing that I think a lot of parents are are finding to be a, a plus for the online learning is the fact we don't have to buy school uniform, um, we don't have to drive the churn up and down um, and, and, and it's, it's, it's exciting for us parents but on the other hand then it's Oof, uh, the, you know, the things that are needed, the equipment that is needed to make sure that the child is able to access all their classes all the time. I mean, our infrastructure in the country, sometimes power goes off. Uh, sometimes mm. there's no connectivity to Internet. So how do you overcome these? Fantastic questions. You know, Patricia, as we talk to, to parents who've experienced online learning in some form, because the, the majority of, of families in South Africa over the course of the last two years have experienced some form of online learning, uh, whether it's through a, a, a cellular, cellular phone or on a computer. Um, and, and we know the benefits of online learning. They're obvious. You know, like you've said now, not having to buy school uniforms or, you know, the flexibility that comes with it. You know, parents really enjoy having their kids in their own space. But there are challenges as well. One, some of the challenges that you've mentioned now have to do with, you know, connection and connecting and the tech that's required and load shedding and um, other parents talk about uh, sort of wondering, you know, how do I know that my child engaged with their teacher during the day and if they're not in the same physical space as each other and what it all boils down to really for us is the word engagement. How do we make sure in the online space that children are engaging with their work, they're engaging with their school, they're engaging meaningfully with their content and how do we remove all of the barriers to engagement. So a couple of what the ones that you've mentioned now, you know, you mentioned uh, uh, sort of load shedding. So one of the things that we do there at COA is we want to make sure that we don't take traditional school models and simply present them on a screen. So one of the things that we've done with our classes is our classes are uh, done through mastery-based approach, which is at the learner's own pace. So if the learner is uh, during load shedding, Rather than missing, you know, a live lesson that's happening with their teacher lecturing to a webcam, what they're actually missing is just time for for them to be engaging with their self-placed platforms. So when the load shedding is over and the power comes back on, they're able to pick up right where they left off. We're not trying to replicate the school model on a screen. We're creating a whole new way for children to engage with their learning online. I keep asking myself the question about textbooks. Um, mm. It's so much easier to get textbooks, or at least from what I remember in high school when you were at a physical school. So are the textbooks via online learning also online, or do you have to buy physical textbooks? Mm, another great question. I think our, our default position on this is as we move into the online space, what we have to be careful not to do is 
drag old technologies into the new technology space. And so a textbook is a wonderful resource, and it was designed to be a physical textbook. So where we can, what we do at COA is we source materials and platforms which were specifically designed for the online space. So when the children are engaging with their work, when the teachers are engaging with the work, it's, it's not through a technology which wasn't native for that space. You know, we're talking about engaging with platforms that are designed to teach math, to teach geography, to teach English in the online space. So that as the children are engaging with those platforms, it feels comfortable to them. It feels native to them. It doesn't feel like you're reading a textbook on a screen. Mm, very exciting. Very, very exciting. So as we're talking about engagement, that's our topic mm. today. Um, I mean, talking about high engagement uh, learning environments. How important are these? And where are we currently lacking in our education system when it comes to engaging young minds? I think it's absolutely crucial, Patricia. You know, we, we, we see where the world's heading and, and we see how the, the work climate is changing day on day. And we know that our children are going to go into a world that's vastly different from the world of work that we went into when we were younger. And so what we want to cultivate in our children is a real heart for being a lifelong learner. The idea that they have a desire and a drive to be learning and changing and growing. And, and this comes through a real sense of engagement with their learning. You know, educational psychologist Angela Huff said, says it like this. She says, the more that someone owns their learning, the happier they are and the more they want to learn. And so our job at Co Academy, our, our job at all schools in South Africa, needs to be to instill in our children a real desire to be learning, a real sense of ownership over their learning. And so this isn't about one particular type of school over another. You know, there are physical schools that do this very well, and there are physical schools that miss the mark on this. And the same is true for the online space. And what we have to make sure that we're doing and what, what we're striving to do at Co Academy is to make sure that the way that we go about our online learning is highly engaging for the learners so that they have that sense of ownership over their work. So now, in terms of online learning and even in-class learning, when a class is too big, how does this impact on the engagement um, yeah. between teacher, uh, learning materials, and the student? Yeah, and, and Patricia, this is, this is something that we've known for years and years in education. And it's the tension that so many schools have to walk between uh, resource constraints and what we know is good for learning, which is small classes. And so this has been a challenge for schools as long as schools have existed. You know, the more, the more children that are in a class, the harder it is for children to meaningfully engage with each other, engage with their teacher, engage with their work. And so we actually made the decision at Coa Academy as we were going into the online space. You know, the temptation is to say, well, if the teacher is sort of connecting to, you know, 20 children in the online space, why don't we just put another 30 in there and let them engage with 50 or 60 or 70? What's the difference? If there's no physical classroom, why don't we just put as many as we can into the online space? And our approach has been different. Our approach has been, we're going to go with groups of eight, eight children only to a teacher. So we've got these small classes of what we call pods, and every child is in a pod of eight, and we cap it at eight because we think that you should be able to have everybody on the screen easily seen, easily heard, and in that way, everybody's engaging 
much more comfortably with each other. The teacher is able to easily engage with the children, and they're able to easily engage with the work. It's, it's a, a space of, of high accountability, uh, which, which sort of cultivates that high engagement. And that, for us, only comes from the small part of the Mark, talk to us about learning through doing, learning through reflection. Mm. Again, tied to that sense of, you know, I, I cultivate a sense of ownership over my learning, and the way that I do that is by by doing. Uh, you know, remembering and learning are very different things. If I teach some facts and ask you to remember them, that's just remembering. We're not actually learning in that process. Learning is when we find meaning in those facts. It's when we process and evaluate those facts and they take meaning in our lives. And that really only happens through feedback and evaluation and reflection. And what we find that happens often in schools, which is really unfortunate, is a child will do, let's say, you know, a piece of work and submit a test and they'll get their mark back for the test. They've remembered some facts. They've uh, repeated those facts. They've got a mark and learning stops. They, they don't learn through that process. What, what we want to do is we want to cultivate a sense of ownership in my work so that as I'm producing work, not only do I see relevance in the work that I'm producing, and it's, it's actually got real-world context, but I get feedback in a real-world way. So a couple of examples for, for how we do that is the first thing we do is we try to root all of our, content, all of our content in real-world context. Uh, so the children aren't just doing theoretical content. They're actually seeing the meaning in the real world. And secondly, we try to connect them to real-world experts. So a great example of this is our newly appointed head of culture uh, is Majozi, uh, the much-loved South African musician, uh, salmon-nominated, and we're really excited to have him on board because he lives and breathes his profession, his industry, and he's now bringing that into the classroom. And the children, when they hear... Majorzy talking about a love for culture and the arts. It's coming from a person who's actually living it firsthand. And it's, it's not just dry out of a textbook. And so they're getting to connect with it in a very real world way that then gives that learning meaning. And it's not just about remembering that. That's a very, very important because uh, young people's minds, children nowadays are not as uh, placent as we are. They, they, they are very inquisitive. They ask questions. They, they want to understand mm. things. They want to know things. They, 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 you know, it's not just about cramming theories into your mind. And this is very, very important. So in, in terms of language, that's another thing that's quite important when it comes to uh, giving a high engagement in a schooling environment. Uh, we always hear that, uh, you know, learning your mother tongue as, as, as a basic in your formative age is quite important. But also making sure that you are versatile as you grow older in other languages is important. How important is language and how can we make sure that the schooling environment incorporates, especially the languages that we speak here in, in, in South Africa, but not only here, um, languages that can take our children onto the international community? Mm, we, we're big fans of, of language learning at COA as well. Um, Patricia, one of the things that we're really passionate about is giving children the opportunity, firstly, to, to root their learning in South Africa. Like you've said, we, we, we're really proud of the fact that our learners are learning two South African languages. Um, at the moment, we're doing Afrikaans first additional language, and we're really excited to be building in other South African languages into our offering in the near future. And we actually encourage parents who join us 
if, if they want to do uh, a first additional language that's outside of our offering, we'll actually support them in that, um, in pursuing an opportunity to be able to do that through a third-party service provider um, and, and really empower families to pursue language options which make the most sense for them. Uh, beyond that, we're really excited to have a partnership with a company called Mondly, and Mondly is an online learning app which does conversational languages, and it's open to more than 50 languages, including South African languages, and it's, it's accessible to all of our learners and their families, and they're able to go onto Mondly uh, through the, the Coa Academy login and access all of these languages and be able to pick and choose. I mean, we've got learners who are learning languages from around the world uh, for enrichment purposes, not, not just for academic purposes, but because they want to, they have a desire to learn how to speak other languages. Very exciting, very exciting times indeed, uh, Mark. I think, um, um, how can we get, because I know uh, COA Academy is, is your baby as the principal, but how can we get the rest of uh, the schools in South Africa, especially those which are um, uh, state schools, government schools, how can we get them to start becoming more engaging, understanding the complexities of uh, schools within the government system, um, the fact that you know the, the ratio of teacher to child is very imbalanced, but how can we get them to be more engaging? Such a critical question for us in South Africa in particular. Um, we know that education in South Africa is, is not in a healthy place at the moment, and we are, we are working hard towards um, uh, systems and structures and policies which can move us in the right direction. And, and this is not the function of any one group of people. This is not just the function of schools. This is the function of anybody who's involved in education. We're talking schools and parents and individual families. We're talking policymakers. And, and what we need to bear in mind is we need to be creating a space in our schools, whether it's a physical school whether it's an online school or a home school, we need to be creating spaces which nurture that sense of lifelong learners. And I know that I speak about our passionate COA for pods of eight. That's not possible in every context. And so we don't expect our particular system to be replicated across all scenarios in South Africa. One of the things that we're big advocates for of at COA Academy is that there is no one type of school there is no one type of education which suits every child and every context. So what we need to do is we need to look at the context. We need to look at each individual school, and we need to be asking questions for that particular context and in that particular situation. How do we get the most engagement uh, for our learners in this context? What, what does it look like for them to be engaging with their content in a real-world way, in a way that they can see context and meaning and application and, and this takes a lot of intentionality. It takes intentionality from school leaders. It takes intentionality from policymakers and parents sitting around the table and talking about how do we make sure that we help our children to really engage with their schooling. So it's a responsibility for absolutely everyone who's uh, engaging with uh, um, uh, the education system. And, and, and do you also offer any, you know, um, what, scholarships, bursaries, or, or just any form of support for those who are keen into going into online learning? That's a great question. Uh, yes, we do. Well, at the moment, 
Uh, we have a scholarship program through our head of culture, actually, Majorzi. We have the Majorzi Scholarship, and we're currently in the process of um, discussing um, applicants for, for, for that scholarship program. Uh, beyond that, we are really keen to pursue other avenues of scholarship opportunities. So, so our school leadership team is in conversations with uh, businesses, organizations, individuals who want to partner with us uh, in order to get this type of learning experience um, more broadly available in South Africa. Awesome. Absolutely amazing. Please give us uh, your website, uh, Mark, and uh, thank you very much for joining us as well. Patricia, thank you. Anybody can uh, just do a Google search for us, Koa Academy, or you can visit our website. That's koaacademy.com. That's K-O-A academy.com.